Oh, hey, uh, tape recorder. Um, you'll have to excuse me. I am mildly inebriated. Um, I had I had my meeting. So uh, it was my first meeting today with the boss, Mister Sanborn, and uh, he's a cynical bastard. Let me tell you that. In the in the novelization world, you meet some pretty cynical people. Uh, they don't exactly. There's not exactly a lot of call for, you know, increasing the art of the novelization. But uh, this guy was even on another level. First thing I get there, and uh, I'm in his office, and uh, I was kind of expecting to be in a high rise, and uh, I was in a high rise, but. You know, when you're on the in the high rise, but you're on floor four, it does it really matter that you're in a high rise? But you know, maybe it does. I'm trying to be positive about this project, so maybe when you're on the fourth floor of the high rise, you're at the base. You're what makes it keep going. Maybe that's why Mr. Sanborn's on the fourth floor, because he keeps the wheels turning. So first thing, he pours me a, a drink. And he pours one for himself, and uh, he hands me this drink, and I, that's when I realized the glass was, like, way bigger than a normal glass. And uh, he poured me enough of a drink to flatten me for the whole day, maybe part of tomorrow, too. And uh, so he gives me this drink, and it's weighing down my arm. It's that heavy, and it's the glass is sweating. I'm afraid I'm going to drop it. And he says, Jimmy, he says, even though my name is not Jimmy, uh, it's Parker or Werther, nothing like Jimmy, but he says, Jimmy, I'm going to be on the level with you. This is not something I care about. It's something I have to do. Turns out, Mr. Sanborn had a DUI, couple DUIs, uh, uh, several DUIs, and a recent another DUI. I guess that shouldn't be a huge surprise, considering this drink he gave me. This one drink was bigger. If you take the second largest drink I've been poured up, take the largest I'd been poured at, at that point in my life, and take the second largest. Combine those two drinks, it's still smaller than this one drink. Um, so... Mr. Sanborn told me that as a condition for keeping his driver's license, he worked out a deal, and he'd use his power as a publisher to put out something to benefit urban youth. And that's how he said it a lot, urban youth. And, you know, he kept saying it, or he would say urban students. And so finally he's like, urban students. And he said it two or three times to me. And then he looks at me and he's like, do you know what that means? And I said, I think I do know what you mean when you're saying urban youth. And he said anyway that it means students who are black or possibly uh, brown. And uh, he told me that like 10 times. He kept saying urban youth and then telling me that that meant black kids. I don't understand why he kept telling me. He kept using the word urban to describe them, but then clarifying. So it kind of defeats the point of this euphemistic urban thing, but whatever. That's not the important thing. I did, that is why I started drinking though, because when he clarified urban for me, probably the third time, 
I felt like I needed it. So Mr. Sanborn is saying, you know, that uh, at this publisher, they're always like pumping out these recovered classics, right? They'll take Moby Dick and they'll put like a fancy cover on it and they'll make gild the edges and gold leaf and stuff. And, you know, you got a free book so you don't have some annoying author you have to pay. That was another time for me to drink because I was the annoying author that he was talking about. So he said that what we were going to do is something like that. We're going to take a, an old classic, jazz it up. He said maybe put some MTV stuff in there or something. Um, but I knew, I knew what he meant. We needed to, to revive a classic for the modern era, for the modern student. And, you know, I, I was excited about this because I have to say, you know, I do care about the plight of literacy in the youth. And if maybe if this helps them uh, do better in school and go to college, that seems like a, a great thing to do. I don't know how many kids are going to college because of my novelization of Critters 2. But if uh, there are kids who did that and they're in your class, I'm very sorry. So I was hoping Mr. Sanborn would say Frankenstein or Dracula. Dracula would have been a home run, right? The book's been interpreted like a hundred times as uh, like a race thing. A guy who's a little different moves into the neighborhood. Cops come and stake him in the heart. That works out perfectly. That You can modernize that, no problem. Unfortunately, it turns out people are still kind of assholes. Uh, Mr. Sanborn had his whole drink. And uh, he was looking at his empty glass and he was saying that while he was sitting in court, it hit him. And that's when he knew what he wanted to make. And he turned and looked at me and said, Phantom of the Hip Hopra. Now, this was a moment of panic for me. I haven't read Phantom of the Opera. My only experience with Phantom of the Opera is that I hung this poster in my dorm room in college. I was trying to impress this girl who was into musical theater and stuff. Did I impress her? That's the cliffhanger from this tape. I'm too loaded to make this not be the cliffhanger. Oh my God. <laughs>